Good afternoon, everybody. Here we are in a new Lincoln Line interview. Today, we have a very special guest. It's Dr. Marc Riveau from Barcelona, Spain. He's a professor of interventional neurology, and he's working in, at the Valdebrom Hospital. So thank you, Dr. Marc, for, for being with us today. And My pleasure. Together, also together with today, we are with, here with me, Dr. Daniel Bella Duarte. He's from the United States. He's working now in Miami at the Cleveland Clinic in, in Indian River. He has a new job there. So he's starting the interventional neurology department in, in that clinic. So welcome, Daniel. He's also be, he's gonna be asking questions to, to Mark today. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. And of course, to have uh, such, a, such a guest like Dr. Rigo to talk about the trial, his trial. So, first of all, uh, thank you for the kind disposition for, for accepting the, the interview, Dr. Ribo. And we are going to talk today about this uh, very important paper that you, you have recently uh, published at the JAMA Neurology. It's called the Direct to Angiography Suite Without Stopping for Computed Tomography Imaging for Patients with Acute Stroke, a Randomized Clinical Trial. So, our first question is Can you explain us what the trial is about, please? Sure. So uh, for the last, uh, I would say, five years, we, we, we started uh, to transfer some patients uh, directly to the angiosites, patients with, with high suspicions of large vessel occlusion within a short uh, time frame after symptoms onset. Uh, we're going to discuss this uh, <coughs> in more detail, but, but basically the reason to, to perform this trial was to acquire uh, definitive uh, evidence about the efficacy of this uh, workflow and the safety. And we believe that uh, that could only be done with a, with a randomized trial to try to convince more people to adopt this, this strategy. In your work, you have a, there, there was a tendency for some parameters. For example, they, there was a more dramatic recovery or better 24-hour NIH and more MRS, uh, less than two at 90 days in the, in the direct to angiosuite group. Uh, but there was a tendency not significant. So, so this was because of the numbers. Do you think that it's going to be, you have more numbers? So, so, be... so, so Rodrigo, let me take one step back here and, and, and explain a little bit what, what, what we did. Basically, what we did is on admission to, to uh, just on admission before on the doorstep of the ER, once we confirmed an NIH greater than 10. Within six hours from onset, we don't believe direct transfer to Andrew Suite after six hours might have such a benefit or an impact. So, if these conditions were satisfied, obviously, if the team was there and the Andrew Suite immediately available, then we randomized the patient. It didn't take time. We we had the informed consent was uh, waived, so we could uh, get it the next day. Uh, and um, and uh, then the patient was transferred either directly to the Andrew Suite. Uh, where a convenient CT could exclude an hemorrhage uh, and we could confirm the large vessel occlusion either with a convenient CTA or directly with the angiogram. And the other arm was the conventional workflow in which the patient was brought directly to the uh, conventional CT. Now, uh, so you, you, you understand that the, the, the conventional arm was still very, very efficient because the the door to groin time that we observed in the, in the conventional arm was only 44 minutes, which I, I believe is quite efficient. Uh, and, and, and we could do that because in those patients, the whole team was available and everything went very fast. On the other hand, the other arm, the direct to angio suite, the, the median door to groin time was 18 minutes, which still we are reducing by 20, 
for uh, for six minutes the the workflow and now it's it's all it's all about the impact of these 30 minutes that we're reducing here and uh, and as you say we uh, after recruiting 174 patients uh, in the in the study uh, we observed that there was a trend toward better outcomes shorter outcomes uh, however, our primary outcome, pre-specified primary outcome, was the the, the disability the, uh, in the shift the shift analysis of the ranking score yep. in, the, in the distribution of the MRS, and that was uh, that was uh, significant. The, the odds ratio was uh, two favoring the direct transfer to the angiosuite. suite. So I mean, these thirty minutes that we could reduce in the workflow time, together with another source of benefit that I'm going to mention right now made that that we prove that uh, it is safe and effective to take our patients under these conditions that I mentioned directly to the angio suite. Now also what is the other possible source of benefit by taking the patients directly to the angio suite? So we observed that among the patients that went initially to the conventional imaging among those who had a large vessel occlusion confirmed, 87% uh, underwent a thrombectomy. So in some of them, we decided that uh, probably because the aspect score was too low that uh, to withhold the thrombectomy. On the other arm, after assessment with the CONBIM CT uh, and observing the, the occlusion, we treated 100% of these patients in which uh, an occlusion was observed. Probably some of them also had low aspect score, but since they were already in the angiosuite suite and we were there ready to treat them, we were more prone to treat them and 100% of them received treatment. So I mean that probably we're going to find out in the next uh, months or year that uh, endovascular treatment in those patients with uh, quite low aspects is still beneficial and probably this is also a source of, of, of benefit in, in our case. Mark, so over almost 400 patients were eligible and about 174, as you said, were randomized. And of course, uh, the trial was positive. The, the adjusted oats ratio is, is, is uh, significant. And so, so that, the, that, that data takes us to, to consider, do we need a larger trial to, to reconfirm these, um, these data? Do we need to, for example, include more centers and, and then say, well, we are reproducing our same data, our, our same results in a multi-center study with similar characteristics, with similar workflow. What, 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 what's your take on that? So if you ask me, I'm convinced and I don't need to, <laughs> and I wouldn't need uh, additional evidence, because, but also I need to acknowledge that I am uh, lucky to work in a very large center with a very large uh, stroke uh, unit uh, in terms of neurologists, we are 11 neurologists dedicated just to stroke. We have, uh, we are five interventionalists. Uh, uh, we can coordinate ourselves very well and probably it's easier to perform this kind of workflows under these conditions. Now, if we wanna get this uh, done everywhere or in other centers that might be less, less well, prepared in terms of at least of manpower i think uh, yes it, it's a good idea and, and we are we are uh, doing this right now to perform a multi-centric uh, international uh, study in which we can 
confirm that the strategy is effective in other regions with other kinds of EMS, like in your region where there are several EMS providers, where you have a smaller stroke unit group, let's say, or, or other conditions, and this is, can, can still be done. So this is why we started a couple of months ago, this multi-centric multi international study that we call WITRAS together with Raul Nogueira. And, and we pretend to, to uh, well, basically uh, replicate the angiocat study in, a, in, in, in over uh, almost 400 patients and uh, get final confirmation uh, about uh, the, the results and the efficacy. Thank you. So this is, this is great to, to, to know that. So there is, there is an ongoing trial to replicate because I, I, I've gathered, I personally gather a little bit of anxiety from other uh, neurointerventionalists uh, in terms of these results. And I do remember uh, Raul confirming that um, like back in March at the International Stroke Conference that this type of, of a study should be carried out only in, in, uh, in primary stroke centers and, and comprehensive, well, actually no, in comprehensive stroke centers, not in primary stroke centers or, or only in thrombectomy capable centers. And so um, that's, that's very important to, to understand that this is, this is a trial that would, cannot be everywhere. Um, and again, the availability of the team has to be confirmed before taking the, the risk to, to, to take a patient directly to the room. Well, yeah, so, I completely agree. I, I, so, it, so let's now imagine the, the direct transfer to angiography, the bulk of the benefit comes from the reduction in the, in the workflow time. And if you want to achieve door to groin times for around 15 minutes, 18 minutes, let's say below 30 minutes on average, you need a high degree of, of coordination. And this can only be done in high volume centers in which you repeat the process many times per week, let's say. If you just do that once every month, you're not gonna get to this, to this efficiency in the, in the workflow time. And therefore, the, you're not gonna have a, such a benefit. Because of this workflow that you, you're, you're telling us, it's, it's wonderful the, how fast you can be and then function the, the, the grind. So, so do we need in the future, or, in, or are you thinking a 24 seven shift of intervention early in the hospital? So do, do we have to live in, we have to live in the hospital? That, that, that doesn't sound uh, very uh, good for, for us, right? Now, uh, I, I guess, I guess eventually we will have to find ways to, uh, yeah, to, to, to still have a life and uh, be able to achieve competitive workflow times. But at least, at least during daytime, when you are there, when the team is there, see that would, that would be the first step. If you can do it, uh, so there's no reason you should do it always, or, or either always or never. You can start when it's still feasible, convenient, and progressively. So our aim is to progressively increase the, the, the rate of patients that undergo this workflow. And to do that, we are acquiring a second angiosuite suite dedicated just for these cases. And once we will have this dedicated angiosuite, suite, we'll be able to, every time we have concomitant neuro cases, we will still have a, a, an angiosuite suite where we can take these patients. And then we need to find some hybrid solutions in which the patient during the night can go straight to that room, maybe somebody can initiate the groin puncture while the team arrives. So, so obviously we need to find the, 
an equilibrium that uh, that makes our life uh, yeah still possible and uh, we are benefiting our patients <laughs> of course mark do you um well one of the um, I will say controversial points of the study was the unclear benefit of, of these strategy in, in large core um, infarcts or like large, large core LVO cases, if you want to call it like that. Um, so what's, what's going to happen to the future in this next, um, in the ongoing trial that, that you're, you're collaborating with, with Dr. Nogueira as well? To, to address and, and reassess these patients with maybe a lower aspects on it or, or higher um, core volumes. Okay, so no, but, but I, listen, I think, I think that these patients, the, what we call the fast recruiters, mm -hmm. those are those who benefit most from this time reduction. If you're a slow recruiter, this 30 minutes gain will not have an impact. If you're a fast recruiter, this is where exactly 30 minutes can completely make the difference in your outcome. Now, those large core, usually there are uh, fast recruiters, we just need to prove with the ongoing trial, there are five ongoing trials that are uh, exploring uh, the benefits of endovascular uh, treatment in, in large cores. If, if this is finally confirmed that the endovascular treatment is, is, is efficient in, in large core, we don't need yeah, that may, uh, that's another reason to, to perform direct transfer to angiogen. You don't need uh, fancy imaging. You just need to rule out an hemorrhage, to rule out a, a very large uh, infarct that is already uh, visible and, and, uh, and uh, established. Uh, and that you can do with, with, a, with a convin CT. And, and I didn't mention it, that, that, but to perform direct transfer to angiogen, you need I would say decent or good quality corn beam CT. If your uh, if your corn beam CT is a few years old, probably the the quality uh, might not be uh, sufficient. But 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 most of the vendors at this stage, the, the most uh, recent uh, uh, versions of the of the Angel Suite, they 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 allow to acquire high quality uh, corn beam CTs in which you can perfectly distinguish uh, an ICH that's causing a, 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 an NIH greater than 10. You can see established infarcts. You can differentiate the grade white matter. So, so since the quality of the, of, the, of the imaging is improving more and more, we're going to be able to uh, perform these strategies uh, around the world. That's great. Great point, too. So, Mark, you, you, as you said, you, you think it's not is not worthy the, the the use of of uh, complementary uh, convincing images like, for example, perfusion like or or cerebral volume like images for over selection or selection. Finally, so I, I think I think um, to date uh, you don't need a CT perfusion in the six hours in the zero to six hours window. Either when you go through conventional imaging, it shouldn't be a reason to exclude patients. So, so I don't think it's needed uh, when you go directly to the end. Again, uh, we are only taking there, or I, I'm advocating to take only patients in the early time window. Again, uh, patients with more than six hours, is, he, if he is a fast progressor, it wouldn't make a difference, the 30 minutes. The, the, he has probably a very large infarct. 
If he's a slow progressor after six hours, then another 30 minutes difference wouldn't not make such of a difference either. So, so especially I think the benefit will impact in the earlier time window in those fast progressor. Since we don't know on advance who is a fast progressor or a slow progressor, so anybody that comes in the early time window should undergo the direct transfer to Andrew Suite. Uh, beyond the six hours, you probably can just have the time to get acquire all the images you want, the CT perfusion, the an MRI, even if you if you prefer. But that's another subgroup of patients, I think. Important points as well. So the targeted yeah. population essentially would be within that six hours of onsets of onset symptoms, and uh, we'll, we will be bypassing the the time that it's needed to to get advanced imaging like perfusion, which in under six hours, you know, many many comments, many opinions confirm that it's not probably not needed. So great great points too. Um, Rodrigo, do you have a last uh, question? I believe. Well, Mark, you have a, the, the patients that came to the to direct to Angio, there's a 15% of cases that finally didn't, didn't, didn't go to, you know, went to, to, to uh, thrombectomy because of the MRH or no, no large pressure occlusion. Is there a problem with that for the team or the workflow? It's the, so, so the patients that are dis, the discharged, what, what, what happened with that? No, yeah, again, here is why you need to educate your team. You, they need to understand there's going to be probably a 25% additional number of patients that come to the angio suite. It's going to stress them a little. Most, all of them, all these 25% will just come in. You perform a convincing CT. There is an hemorrhage. You take them right away out. You don't need to prepare the patient just to acquire the convincing CT. You put the patient on the table, you perform the CT. If there's no hemorrhage, then you start the preparation. If there is a hemorrhage, you take it, you take it out. It's, it's going to take uh, five, 10 minutes max. So, so they need to understand this. This is the price you pay in order to get that benefit. In life, you know, everything has a price. And if we want, and, and, and we know that, right? We want to achieve door to growing times below uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, you pay this little price. I think it's an affordable price that you take into the angel suite an additional 20, 25% of patients that will go out without the thrombectomy. And uh, we, we don't know, for example, if, though, if that 15%, we um, might actually increase in the future if TNK or tenectoplase is used in, in those yeah, cases. Yeah, that would be, exactly. That would be for, for the transfers that got TNK uh, at the primary stroke center. And it's very possible that if TNK is, uh, in fact, more effective, uh, mm -hmm. In recanalizing, in early recanalization, we will have, but also we'll have probably more uh, improvement, clinical improvements. And those patients, many of those patients that recanalized, will also uh, improve clinically. So again, we, we establish this filter. The, the stroke neurologist uh, uh, evaluates the patient. If the NIH is below 10, then you don't, uh, you stop and you don't go directly to the angio suite. So, yeah, it might be uh, true, as you say, that uh, TNK will shift uh, somehow these rates of patients that uh, are not uh, elective for, for uh, thrombectomy. Well, Mark, thank you very much. And Rodrigo, I'll uh, let you close, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been quite a pleasure to you know, discuss these very important points and uh, a, 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 a brief but enriching discussion with you today. And of course, always learning um, from you and from your group and from your publication. So thank you very much. 
Thanks for, for letting me uh, explain our, our work and our point of view. And I hope uh, we can uh, progressively convince uh, many, many of you and, uh, and we are gonna be performing more and more uh, direct, uh, direct to answer suite uh, protocols. Thanks. <laughs> no, thank you, Mark. Thank you for your time. Thank you for showing us your experience and we're happy to have you here at the link online. So thank you very much and goodbye. Okay, see you soon.